Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 327. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to my front porch here in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. I'm looking up to the stars. I mean, it's a super clear night. Now, it's going to rain tomorrow and that's okay. But right now, there's something that happens when it gets a little chilly out and then there's a little rain that's coming. I don't know. And we had some rain over the weekend and it's just so clear so I can see these stars. Even the city, like we're in the city and I can see these stars so clear. I, I just love this time of year. Uh, part of it is you can see Jupiter and Saturn, Venus, like really, really bright in the sky. So I love this time of year. It's like it's everything's brighter, it seems, cleaner, clearer. Um, so, hey, I hope you're doing good wherever you are, uh, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. I hope you're doing really, really great. I am sitting out here on my patio on my front porch, and uh, my wife, this is so cool, my wife surprised me. Her and uh, my son and my soon-to-be daughter-in-law, they've been working over the last couple weeks to surprise me kind of with a new front porch. And so brand new furniture she got me an umbrella that like covers up this area and I came home from work yesterday you know I, we're doing some construction on on our house and come home yesterday at lunch just to check in with the crew and I'm like wait a second what's going on I mean it's like so cool I'll have to po- post a picture on, on on Instagram but I mean brand new really cool chairs comfortable like a rug, uh, just a, a really big umbrella that can cover it up because it gets really hot uh, in the in the summertime when the sun's out. And so she she got all this and set it all up. Had my son help build it all. My daughter, my soon to be daughter in law, help build it all. And just to surprise me, and I, I just super blown away. But I just you know I was telling her yesterday. I just feel really seen. You know, like she knows I love it out here. She knows this is kind of the place where I hear clearly. I feel like I hear clearly from the Lord. I, I just get to slow down. I get to listen to the birds. I get to, you I mean, I got this palm tree that's right in front of me. I just, I was watching the the palms like move back and forth in the wind uh, tonight. And uh, she's like, hey, we just need to make this place a little more special for you. And so, I don't know. It just felt so kind, so thoughtful. And, uh, yeah, I'm so grateful. So I'm, I'm sitting here in these brand new chairs that she got, (laughs) she got me and, uh, just feeling like, so, you know, kind of seen and, and loved and cared for. So, you know, I, I I mean, I'm so grateful. Like this types of, these types of things help me remind like how, you know, Ecclesiastes nine says, love the one you're with for she is your reward for the toil in this world. And it's not just about you know, outdoor furniture. It's about, um, that God has given me a gift to my wife and I'm so grateful for her. And, uh, I'm so grateful for the fact that her, that, that not only she, but also uh, my family knows how special this place is. And so 
Tonight, recording the podcast from a brand new front porch, brand new, new inspiration, new beautiful things that God's going to be doing, and and so super excited to 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 be out here, but also super excited that I know there's a bunch of you that are listening, and you're trying to figure out who Jesus is, you're trying to figure out what it is to listen to His Word and follow it, and so I pray that this podcast is a place that helps uh, connect your heart and your soul uh, to the purpose that God is in calling and inviting you into. And so that's why we're doing what we're doing. So uh, thanks for all of you who continue to listen. I say this every week, but there's a bunch of you who give to this podcast to make it happen. Thank you. Really, truly thank you for making this podcast happen. If you want to be one of those people, uh, you can go to the website, uh, frontporchconfessional.com. There's a little tab that says partners, multiple different ways in which you can do that. would encourage and would love if you are able to do that. All right. Our passage for today, we're going to continue on in Matthew 9. Matthew 9, 37 and 38 says this, Then he said to the disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out the laborers into the harvest. I'll read it again, Matthew 9, 37 through 38. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out the laborers into his harvest. I a couple summers ago here in Phoenix, uh, we were doing some landscaping uh, work and, and as a part of trying to <clears throat> do some irrigation. We, here in Phoenix, we have what's called flood irrigation. It's awesome. It's basically free water that they give to us and it floods our lawn, like literally like a huge puddle. But Phoenix is like a straw. The ground is like a straw. It just needs to suck in all that water. And so uh, I had to do some work to try to get the elevation right in order to get the water to flow. And so I had to get this machine that like kind of uh, card the sod cutter is what it's called. And, and uh, but here the grass is so weird. And so I, I, I did some sod cutting and tried to roll it up and it was a mess. And so it's like the middle of the summer. It's like 112 degrees. I'm burning up. I'm so you ever done something like you ever had a job and you're like, this is not going to be that hard. And then it just absolutely crushes you. This was that any kind of landscaping work. I'm like, I'm just hiring that out from here on out. But I went after it, tried to, to do that, that work and got so, ex- I mean, I just wiped out. And so my wife had uh, kind of realized this and, and just had talked to our boys. It's like, you got to help him out. So my son, calls the neighbor kids and and some of his high school friends and so everyone's in the backyard and we're helping literally piece the sod together like a jigsaw puzzle because it had all fallen apart and you know i'm trying to carve it down so it just fits the right size it was super frustrating but i was looking around all these kids helping me out and i was like so grateful because i was worn out i i still struggle i don't know if you're like me but still struggle to ask for help because i'm like i got it i'll figure it out and uh, watching all these kids kind of step in, I was like, wow, I really, I really needed that. I really needed that help. I really needed that care because I was in a bad spot. I was tired, worn out, and I needed help. You know, this is Jesus's response to this overwhelming compassion that he has. You know, he looks over the crowds and, 
in, in verse 36, and he has great compassion, a compassion that touches his head down to his toes. He's overwhelmed by the needs, the needs of those who are helpless, like a sheep without a shepherd. And it's breaking his heart, really, because he's like, who's helping them? Honestly, like, who, who, who's, who's carrying this good news to them that God sees and, and he loves and he knows, but he's also using his people to do extraordinary work. Because they've experienced that love. They've experienced that mercy, that grace. And so, of course, they would want to extend that to the least of these. And yet, it's not happening. So, it's breaking his heart. Both the need and the fact that there are people who know who this God is. And they know what he's done. And they know what he's doing. And yet, it seems like they're just busy and preoccupied and so it's this is this like little peek behind the scene moment with the disciples it's almost like he gathers them all up he's like come here do you see this do you see this need that's out there do you see this hurt and this pain they're just they're ripe to be cared for he uses the language as a harvest which would have been a language that they could all understand this harvest it's ready it's ready. It's ready to be taken care of. It's ready to be nurtured. And he's like, listen, it's ready. It's plentiful. It's all out there. There are people out there who need my love, my grace, my mercy, my care, my joy, my peace. They're out there. Do you see it? It's like almost like he's trying to expand their imagination. I know I use this quote all the time, but it's one of my favorites. Eugene Peterson talks about having a pastoral imagination. And it's like he's looking to the crowd. He's looking at the disciples, but he's like trying to get their attention off of like whatever they're doing, their busyness, their chaos. And just like, look, do you see it? Do you see the harvest? Do you see these people who are just craving good news? And, and I wonder for you, are, are, are you, I'm speaking to myself, am I just so preoccupied with the duties of the day? You know what I'm talking about. That we miss the people. Like it's all about the people. It's always been about the people. Jesus was about the people. Because the people were created in his image. Like he knit them together in his mother's, in their mother's wombs. I mean, just think about that. Their hairs are numbered. He knows them. He grieves when they're not being cared for. And he's like, who's going to grieve with me? Who's going to wear the weight of what's happening in this world? Does anyone care? I mean, can you hear that in your heart? Does anyone care? Are we so preoccupied with things, to be honest, that are so tethered to this earth? That we will leave here on earth. And he's looking to the redeemed. Those who know what it is to be touched by the love of the Father. And he's inviting us into his mission. And his mission is about glorifying God. Loving God. And loving other people. Loving people. Caring for people. Being concerned about them. And Man, I don't know about you. But I am a busy person. Busy. <laughs> so busy that I miss people every day. 
and 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 I really believe, and this is not a, a a declaration of shame or guilt on you or me, but it breaks the heart of the father. I mean, just think like he sees this need and it's breaking his heart, and and he takes the time to look to his disciples and he goes, "Do you see this? Do you see these people that are ripe and ready for good news?" Do you see these people who are ripe and ready for your care and your love? You have been called and commissioned by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to share this love. And then he transitions to say, Therefore, pray. We need to pray. Pray to the Lord, the Lord of the harvest. He's in control of all of it. To send out laborers into the harvest. His harvest. His people. But are we listening? Because he's calling and commissioning us. I promise you. Every single day he has given you his eyes. And he has given you his ears. If you call yourself a believer in Jesus Christ. The spirit of the living God lives in you. And is directing your attention to his people. To the harvest. To those who need attention and care. And he's like, do you see it? Are you aware? Have you you slowed down long enough to observe the need? And man, if this isn't convicting for us. I was driving to work and just realizing, why am I in such a hurry? What am I getting after? What am I trying to get to? And I realize that drive to work and the way I walk is indicative of my heart. But what we see in Jesus is a slowing down, paying attention. I found these stories about the woman at the well and the demoniac and the man who is blind, the disciples, the the father whose son was hurting. I find these stories so convicting as Jesus slows down and he sees them and he loves them in the midst of an incredible mission that he's been called to. And ultimately, he gives up his life. Why? Because the harvest is so great and we need rescue and we need good news. You need good news. I need good news. The world needs good news. And we have been sent and commissioned to go bring that great news to the rest of the world. And here's the reality, is that the harvest will always require sacrificial helping. Always. It will require your attention. Are you aware? Do you see it? And so the question is this, do you see the harvest? Do you? Do you see the harvest? And here's the second question. Are you willing to help? Join me in in trying to be aware, having a pastoral imagination of the need that needs to be taken care of. And listen to the spirit of the living God who is inviting you to be a part of the help. We need you, Jesus. We want to be your hands and feet, but we need you, Spirit, Spirit of God, to lead us and guide us to care for those that you've placed in front of us. So, Take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.